0: Two, three, four. you're listening to highlights from the creative processes interview with albert sarah to listen to the full interview or hear more about the creative process projects please visit www.creativeprocess.info it was simple there was no no, no idea of making a film. We just shoot one camera, and then we are starting analyzing the images just by, uh, by fun, to have some fun or to see, and then we realize that the images start to speak by themselves. You know, I started to discover some interesting things that we never had the idea of putting these interesting things inside the images. So we decided to make a film after the shooting. All right. This is a, quite a, you know shocking point of view to decide to make a film after having shot it. You know, because no, 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 no. There was no goal, no, no idea of of making a film. But I think it's a nice metaphor about the way I work what I like with the actors, too, that it's not perfect, that them, that not all the elements of the film go in the same core and direction, you know, mm-hmm. that there is something that it's not very clear. And uh, I do it with all subjects, you know, and it's more funny, because if not, you know, if you try to, because if not, you will be trying to develop some ideas mm-hmm. that you already have in mind about what you want to say or what you want to show. And then on the edit, I am there very consciously, but also disappearing because my methodology is based on a scientific approach to images. So mm-hmm. it's very analytical. Mm-hmm. The, my taste, you know, at the beginning, maybe at the beginning of the edit, can have uh, can have a role, can play a role there, on choosing some my favorite things. But it's almost analytical. It's almost really scientific of which is the best film we can get from the images we already shoot. It's nice this shooting at finish, you know, because... In Portugal, just now. Yes, know. yes, because the subject is about desire, it's about sexuality, you know, mm-hmm. it's about libertines in the 18th century, and there was some scenes of explicit sex oh, in yes. the, the film, so... That's difficult with non-professional actors. No, it was not difficult. Uh, it was really based on, on the some libertine text on the 18th century, yes. you know. I, and we can think, you know, the most typical one, the Marquis de Sade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then here, okay, you know, nowadays with the, this me-too thing and all it's the young people that you know, mm-hmm. they link uh, sexuality and desire with rights. You know, mm-hmm. you have the right of you this. To sign a contract before yeah, you have you a coffee have right with someone. The right of not being <laughs> importunated, or the right of yeah. not being, or the, you know, uh-huh. the, the you know, avoiding any kind of you know, invasion or risk or whatever. But, uh, you know, it's totally the opposite, you know, this idea of sexuality based on rights. You know, it's totally the opposite of the Marquis de Sade idea that it's based mm-hmm. on violence and, and desire going farther and farther and farther until the, I don't know, the totalitarianism, totalitarianism of desire. You
1: yes. know, that, uh,
0: their sense of liberty and rights yeah. is different yeah. completely. Yeah. But, but this idea of totalitarianism of desire, you know, that goes mm-hmm. farther, even going through crime or to, mm-hmm. just to satisfy desire that you know needs to, to be filled every time with you know more uh, you know, more pervert and sophisticated you know content. So this idea is really it's shocking and it's subversive still nowadays but obviously it's, it puts a real real big incredible contrast mm-hmm. with the, you know the sensibility of the young people or not even young but the normal people mm-hmm. nowadays you know because all these, contemporary. Uh, yeah, all these contemporary you know subjects we have on the table. It's a privilege, you know, of, uh, of doing this kind of films, you know, you can react not in a professional way, you can, you know, take decisions in a personal way, yeah. you know, I think it's the key point, it's like if you are a writer, you know, you don't, you don't think um, how technically, you know, well writing will be, you know, a chapter yeah. or whatever, no? you simply follow your intuition and your personal taste, you know, you're not focused, you know, these arrive afterwards, you know, the thing technically, when you're, you already have a base, you have already written something, I'm talking about fiction, then, okay, then, okay, you can, you're gonna start thinking, but you know, the the, the magma of of the already is already there, voice. Yeah. Yeah. your voice, your, your, yeah, it's there. Mm-hmm. So I try to, to behave in the same way, it's difficult because as I said, you know, cinema—it's money, and people want to be safe, and you know, it's risky. Mm-hmm. And when well, it's uh, writing, it's risky, but yeah. you risk your time or you—you you know, your self-confidence. Paper you and pen yeah, ultimately. Uh, yeah, and self-confidence, but you mm-hmm. don't risk anything else. But here, you risk uh, a lot of things, and mm-hmm. if you are the leader, you have to, you know, try to attract other people in the—you know—in the, the people in the good mood, and uh, it's complicated. So people prefer to create, uh, you know, some kind of technical basis that are very solid but then this kills creativity because when the technical basis is established since the very beginning i think that you know it's very difficult to escape to escape to the to this uh, the tyranny of the technical side you know you know this is a big influence on of, of literature rejecting the idea of the script you know because the script it's, it's not the film it's just an a, scam, a schematic ideas of what the film should be but do you think that a writer writes a script of a novel before writing the novel? Mm. No. A writer doesn't write a script of a novel before writing the novel. Yeah. It it's a real time process, you know? It's what do you think? Oh, you start writing, maybe you have an idea of the subject, the characters, okay, you have this idea in mind and you start writing a novel. You know, and you start writing and you know it makes the characters and your intuition and you know and things grow up you know in real time you know it's not that you make a previous script of what you will write no it's you know because there is something in the real time in the intuition that it's it's, you know and it's like you know when you have a script it means that you will, you will know how the film will be but you can have you, have you ever asked to a writer or a, a fiction writer your next book will have 200 pages or 300 or 400 or 500 You know, they don't know when they start, if it will be a short or medium, or it will be longer, or maybe they have an idea, they have, but they don't know how long it will be, how complex it will be, or how simple it will be. And only literature can really teach you the way intuition, you know, plays a role and the way real time you know, plays a role in the creation and, you know, real people and the mix in your mind of you know how real people mix in fictional characters or how, you know, several characters, you know, have yeah. relations inside the fiction or outside, you know, and how all these things, you know, put it together can at the end create something coherent. How can we make films having potentially the maximum of fun? Yeah. This is the question, and then you start to create a methodology that only answers this question or try to, you know. Mm. And this is totally crazy, It's totally insane, you know. Because now I am doing abstraction of everything, you know. Mm. Uh, this is very strange, I don't know how I behave. Because, you know, I don't care about anything now. Mm-hmm. When the goal is crazy, when you evaluate risks, but mm-hmm. with a crazy goal in mind, mm-hmm. Then, you know, it's a strange process because the, the goal is crazy. But, you know, not the process to get this crazy goal, it becomes also scientific, like if it was on the edit, so... And I make abstraction of everything I don't like now. Right. I am not bothered by anything. Oh, and at okay. the same time, I am bothered by everything. I don't know, it changed a little bit. I think that the art of conversation is very much alive in I mean, Ireland. Yes, yes, of course, in the bars yeah. they don't have mobile phones and... Yeah. People is not like this, you know, yeah. especially in the countryside. Yeah. In the big cities, maybe, but uh, on the young people. But there, there was no. And we were shooting this singularity project that was for the Venice Biennale of Art. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, it's for me, it's my masterpiece. And uh, uh, this is a story of my death. And um, we are shooting there and we were so happy. Because there was no net, nothing, and in the bars, nobody. It you know, was another, you know, it was really like the beginning of when we started to shoot. The idea of, that for me was very important and still nowadays, the idea of getting bored. Yes. Only things appear when you are bored. Right, because you have to imagine. Yeah, of course yes. you can start because if you are all the time with how do how, you know people don't remember the last time they get bored because now they are they have one moment it doesn't matter in the metro whatever and they check on the mobile phone and it's very funny if you have Instagram or internet mm-hmm. or the news or whatever. Yeah. No, so you don't spend one single moment of boredom. Because, you know, you, you have access to entertainment and, you know... It doesn't matter how much money you have in the bank, you cannot buy it artificially. Because mm-hmm. this kind of ambience, you cannot create it with yeah. money, you know? Yeah. It has to, you know, it has to pass through the spontaneity of real people and real goals and real fun and real, you know? You cannot buy it artificially, you cannot create it. If it's not, you know, with the real soul of the people inside. Well, the will of some brothers is what inspired me more. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to emulate the, the same mm-hmm. kind of will and strength and discipline. Okay. This was the main, the main thing. And okay, some chaotic artists, I like Bacon, yes. I like Dali, I like the Warhol, yeah. I like all these people that are creating a mess around them, yes. you know, because of fun. No, but writers, you know, compromise with the compromise of uh, with your own writing. It's so hard because it's an isolated activity, and it's so strong, and it's so f- difficult to hold and it's all the time so con- time-consuming and you know challenging your self-confidence all the time, and you know. So this I really learn about. But if we discuss the idea of trying to create, you know, some improvements on education but based on the average and you know, to the total community uh, my experience tells me that uh, only you know it's discipline and work and you know come back to the hard work uh, writing language you know it's where everything is processed in mind and all the philosophy of 20th century you know philosophy of linguistics and language teach us that if you are not able to express yourself you know in a writing is because you don't think. you know you, only the things we express is we understand only the things we are able to express through the language. Want to get involved with exhibitions or interviews? Email us at team at creativeprocess.info. Thank you for listening.